The following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Colts Army, welcome to another episode of Colts Fans in Bills Land. This is one of your hosts, Matt Johnson, uh, and I am joined by my my trusty, faithful. Uh, he's not a sidekick. He's not just a sidekick. We're like we're a tag team. There's no sidekicks here. We are a tag like team. Like Batman and Superman combining forces. This we're the Justice League of Colts Nation. That's what we're, we're going to yeah. call it from here on out. We're like Earl Thomas <laughs> and his brother. That's <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. Wait, rewind, rewind. Hold on. No, I like what you said better. I like what you said better. <laughs> uh, welcome, everybody. We are so excited to be with you here today. Uh, and yeah, it's good to see my good friend Brandon here. Uh, we're just kind of we're not winging it today, but don't have a whole lot of substance to talk about. It's been a very quiet week in, uh, in news. But first and foremost, Brandon, how you doing uh, today, buddy? Well, week two of uh, Carson Wentz being a Colt officially, and um, I, I mean, I haven't located the nearest bridge, so not too bad. I was gonna not say, too bad. I was gonna ask if you're warming up to the the idea of it at all. Um, is, is it grown on you? Well, uh, I've been kind of picturing him as he looks just like Prince Harry, right? So I've just been looking at more pictures of Meghan Markle to kind of make myself feel better about this. Okay. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I've been watching a lot of highlights of Carson Wentz and, you know, it makes me feel really good, but then I'll also watch a couple lowlights of Carson Wentz <laughs> and decide, man, this is going to be tough. Yeah. I'm not sure. Cause like, I, I know who I am as a person and I know at some point I'm going to commit to buying a Jersey. Of, of him <laughs> i just don't know when to pull the trigger do i buy it out of the gate so i could be like yeah yeah as soon as we find out his number i'm gonna buy a carson Wentz jersey or do i uh do i wait till he's good and then come off like a bandwagon i mean i'm technically already am a bandwagoner but um vis- visually visually would i appear <laughs> to be a bandwagoner uh i don't know so I, I'm well, not bandwagon. I mean, he's our quarterback, so you yeah. have to root for our quarterback. Now, will I wait until the draft class, see if there's some enticing, exciting character that we pick up from there, and then maybe get that jersey instead? Yeah, probably. But <laughs> if I end up with the Wentz jersey, it's because he's our quarterback, and we've got to root for him. We want him to do well. We want him to succeed. I think they're going to do the best to make him succeed. It's just it's going to take a lot to kind of sway me off of this bridge of damn Carson Wentz is really our quarterback yeah it's still weird I mean I've been doing a lot of thinking about it in recent like the, over the last couple weeks and uh you know I talked to a guy at work about it he's like what do you think about Carson Wentz I was like don't don't <laughs> just don't but it's like well what else was there that's the thing 
that's why I'm trying to open up more towards this. Like, what else was there available for a fair price? I, I mean, feel like- we would have gotten destroyed trying to trade for for anybody else. I mean, the Stafford trade was ridiculous. Like, I I wouldn't yeah. feel comfortable, you know, yes. paying Stafford that price. Imagine, no. like, you know, Wilson's not available, but say, you know somehow we were able to get Russell Wilson from Seattle. It probably cost us like every Colts fans first born. That's what it would cost us. Absolutely. So, you know, like, yeah, we, we, we didn't have to give up too much for Carson. That's great. Now, for some reason, Dak Prescott doesn't get franchise tag, which he's going to get tagged. Then that hurt, you know, Sam Darnold comes for like, you know, a bag of chips. I think I might be more excited for Sam Darnold if we were able to trade on up. If Trey Lance somehow falls into the you know bottom half of the first round, then maybe. But you know, Carson Wentz is our quarterback, and he makes some incredible throws. It's just sometimes his decision making isn't great because his staffs. Oh, I can go on and on about this, but go Carson, go Carson. <laughs> That's our quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm not even saying it like a, like a super joyous. No. Like, yeah, that's my quarterback. I'm just, I'm straight up to crying at the at the press uh, at the front of the press conference at the podium. Um, that's how I feel about it. Uh, like I said, there hasn't been a whole lot of news. Frank Reich had a little press conference last week. We didn't get a whole lot from it. It wasn't really. I don't even know if you call it a press conference, but uh, he talked a little bit about it. He didn't mention a whole lot about Carson Wentz. But uh, regardless, no, I think some inkling, just talking about how important that QB position is, which is, you know, stuff that we all know. All right. Us average Joes, we already kind of know. So it wasn't like mind boggling that a guy like Frank Reich, who played quarterback and is the head coach of a football team in a a NFL team in 2021, stressing the importance of the quarterback position. So, um, so yeah, that was that. Like I said, not a whole lot to gain from it. there's a lot of word that the Colts do want T.Y. Hilton back in a Colts uniform, but again, the right price. So uh, that's definitely, you know, going to be after you work it. I'm sure T.Y. Hilton wants a pretty penny, um, as all players should. You should always want the max value that you could possibly get, make that money and get out when you still can. But, you know, Colts fans, it's uh, definitely somebody we want to see. Currently, Spot Track puts his value at about, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. His value is about $10.1 million per year. I don't know. I still don't know if that's something that the Colts could, uh, could feasibly swing. Unless Not if I was in control of that wallet. No, oh, sorry. And <laughs> a little too high to I'm sorry. Yeah. Man. Plus like that cap is just looking smaller and smaller after we signed to wins. It's just, I think now we've got like 48 mil, 46 mil. Yeah, something like that. We're still near the top of the NFL, which is scary, but um but but yeah, so there's that. Uh yeah, that we'll just let the TY Hilton stuff unfold. Free agency is in a couple weeks, so we'll really get a better idea of what we're looking at here uh when it comes to TY suiting up in a Colts uniform again. Uh no JJ Watt. Brandon, I don't know how you were feeling about the whole JJ Watt, the potential of JJ Watt signing with Indianapolis, but uh he uh Apparently sold out on his on his morals. You say he wanted to win a championship, and then he goes to Arizona um, <laughs> for a really nice Man. contract with like twenty three million guaranteed or some crazy number like that. Well, you know, if he wants to rush the passer, what better place than Arizona? I, I just, 
you know, they've, they've got Chandler Jones on the other side of them, I think, still. Yeah. Uh, you're playing in the desert. You're going to have, you know, great, you know, climate and, you know, conditions around you all the time. So you're not playing outside in the conditions anymore. So that's pretty cool. Um, my, the, the biggest takeaway from this, of course, him not being in our division, which is great. But the biggest loser in all of this, Russell Wilson. Oh, God, yeah. Man. Yeah, I mean, he's sitting there complaining about getting hit. Oh, I don't want to get hit anymore. I don't want to get hit anymore. No, I only get to play Nick Bosa, freaking Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, and Chandler Jones twice a year. <laughs> Poor guy. Come on down to Indy. It's fine. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, we'll trade We'll trade the, the Seahawks, Carson Wentz for Russell Wilson. Uh, all Straight day. Up. All yep. day. Triangle, <laughs> triangle trade and all that fun stuff. Yeah, that's uh, it's a phenomenal point. I think they probably heard Russell Wilson's plea for help and are like, you know what? Let's get another pass rusher. Let's get another guy and uh, let's rough up Russ because obviously he's not having a good time there in Seattle and they don't seem to be in any hurry to 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 fix that issue. So, um, no, you know, and it's just it's sad that uh, Russell's going to be behind. Wait, actually, I think I think I've got Russell Wilson calling me right now. Hold on, oh, a you, Let me you do? Whoa, it. whoa. Like, on the line. Hold on one second. Try and see if I can get him on on the line. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I can't help dying. Whoa, Russell, Russell, the, the, ex, the expletives. We can't, we can't deal with that. You know, profanity here. Calm, calm down. It's okay. It's okay. It'll be all right. You still have Sierra to go home to. Uh, that was Russell Wilson. So, it was definitely. Uh, he's taking news very nicely. It was definitely, definitely Russell Wilson and not anybody else. Nope, not anybody else. That's already one of the top five moments on this show's history already. <laughs> um, all right. Well, before we get into our main bulk of the, the, the episode today, uh, we want to thank you, the listeners, for a just an absolutely astounding second, well, first full month, but second month of. Uh, our show we got a listenership numbers in this morning and uh I, myself and brandon are just blown away all right We're, we we can't believe the love and support we're getting from colts nation from our friends and family who are taking the time out uh to to kind of give us a listen uh we're not i think the strength of this show i think the strength of this show is that we're not like your sports media guys Right. We're not the guys who got all the insider reports and and all this stuff. We do this show because we love the game as much as each and every one of our listeners. We love our Indianapolis Colts football team. Uh, we take great passion and we, we really love to, you know, take our perspective living here in Buffalo, New York, a.k.a. Bill's land and, and bringing it. Uh, and putting it out there on the on the, uh, you know, in, in the, the world of podcasting. So we want to thank you uh, I again blown away is probably an understatement as far as how many listeners we pulled in this uh this last month so thank you so much for your support seriously yeah you know it's been awesome and i think you know matt's voice sounding like smooth molasses on a warm buttery biscuit uh kind of helps with those numbers and uh uh again it's just it's nuts kind of signing on to this thinking we just you know talk some colts ball have some fun bust some balls between friends and knowing that it's being so well received by you guys out there. It's awesome. If there's anything that we can do to improve uh, anything that you'd like to hear us talk about, please feel free to share and, you know, let us know. We're doing this because we, we like, you know, we love football. We love the Colts and, you know, we want to share that enthusiasm, that passion with other fans and 
even if it's not cold, if you want to talk, you know, about how badly the Bills suck and like how just horrible that franchise is, go ahead, let us know. I will gladly just poop all over the Bills as much as I can, as well as, you know, praise the Colts. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yes, please do that. If you uh, we have we are on Facebook, we are on Twitter. Uh, you can at me Maverick MM nine one or uh, Brandon over here Coconut underscore Jones. I think it is. That's me. That's him. So yeah, reach out and chat. We had a a guy who makes uh, highlight videos or does film study from England. Reach out to us last last week or two weeks ago. Uh, was after the Carson Wentz signing. It was really really cool to hear that one. He was a listener and two. Um, you know, I should give him a shout out. I shouldn't just be ignorant like that. Um, well, yeah. And you know, the, the video that he put on out uh, of Carson was mind boggling. Helped me, you know, kind of made me a little bit happy that, you know, Carson was a, was a Colts, you know, and you know, those highlights were insane. Those throws that he was making just kind of, woo opened my eyes to, to who Carson Wentz is. So I want to thank him for that, uh, for making me happy for a brief, minute moment yeah. that Carson Wentz was a Colts. But, uh, yeah, I, I really like that video a lot. It was it was cool. It definitely warmed me up to him. Uh, his Twitter handle, I'm not sure of his actual name, so I apologize for that. But his Twitter handle is uh, at it's Captain Amazo. <laughs> it should be TD4LC <laughs> underscore YT um, TD4LC. So um, that is his Twitter handle. He does a lot of film, you know, film study stuff. And uh, it's actually I, I learned a lot watching it as well. I'm trying to learn film study a little bit and I learned quite a bit from that. So thank you for that. Uh, let's get on to our main subject of the day. Over the last, I, I, we could do it uh, easily. Do this all time, but I think over the last ten years is probably gonna stick more uh, with the Colts fans for what we're targeting today. Like we said, free agency is opening up in a couple weeks. Um, let's take a look. We want to take a look back at the top uh, five best and five worst uh, f- free agent signings by the Indianapolis Colts. So Ryan Grigson, Chris Ballard. Uh, I think a year of Bill Polian, at least two, a year or two um, of that. What uh, <laughs> we're going to take a look at our, we're going to share our opinions as to who are the, the, the five were five best and five worst. So uh, we each got our own different list. Brandon, what's start you want to start off with the good ones. Let's start off with, let's start off with the best. We'll start with the best. All right. Well, uh, well, I was thinking maybe, you know, we'll start with our top five. We'll go five worst, five best, then yep. your five worst, five best. How about that? That works for me. All right, let's do that. Okay. Uh, so my my fifth my fifth best, you know, uh, Colt signings, actually recent, Xavier Rhodes. You know, he came off really well for us this year. I really think he was put on an island. Uh, he he kind of helped put that, that secondary on his back with, you know, uh, Julian Black coming up as rookie. Rocky Aston struggling from time to time. Uh, he he kind of helped mold that secondary room, uh, that defensive back room. And, uh, you know, between him and uh, TJ Carey, they played outstanding in spurts. And, you know, he only had two picks, but he, he really locked down that, that side is and, uh, you know, only, only allowed uh, a couple TDs, not much, only allowed 563 yards total. He had one uh, pick six. I think that was against the Jets. Or the Vikings, if I'm not. I think it's actually it's the Vikings. Um, yeah, you know, I, I think he played his butt off this year and kind of proved that roads still are closed. So I was very happy with his production. And if we can get him back, I think that'd be great. But because we only had one year under him uh, for him, uh, it, it didn't boost him up my list a little bit more. So it's only top five so far. Okay. 
Very what good. about you? What's your fifth best? My fifth best? All right. My fifth best. I'm going to give some love to uh, I'm going to give some love to Matt Hasselback. All right. This one's a little underrated, but my Ooh. first year really, really getting invested in like NFL, like immersing myself in football culture. Uh, Matt Hasselback was our quarterback for half of the season. All right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so weird to kind of think about. He was our backup at one point. He was backing up Andrew Luck. But I do remember that season. Uh, Andrew Luck leads the Colts, uh, a very weird Colts team, to a victory over the eventual Super Bowl champions and, De- uh, you know, the Denver Broncos. He tears his uh, – or he gets a torn – oh, God. Was it a kidney? Lacerated kidney. Lacerated kidney. Lacerated kidney. Uh, and then Matt Hasselback is our quarterback for the remainder of the season, the back half of uh, the 2015 season. And this would, I mean, eventually be his last season at that. But uh, I'm trying to look at trying to find some of his numbers. We almost went to the playoffs with Matt Hasselback as our quarterback. Almost. <laughs> really close. Really close. And trust me, I know there's a lot of good ones. I'm a sucker for good quarterback play. Um, let's see. 2015 game logs. Let's see. Yeah, he played against Jacksonville. He helped lead us to win against Jacksonville. Helped us beat Houston, who I think won the division that year in 2015. Um, helped us beat Atlanta. We beat Tampa Bay. Then we lost to Pittsburgh. Oh dear God, these are blowouts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like 54 to what? 13, something stupid like that. 45 to 10 to Pittsburgh. 51 to yeah. 16 to Jacksonville and. 16 to 10 to Houston in the second time around. And then they beat Miami uh, in one of his last games being played. I think he got hurt after that and ended up uh, Scott Tolzien. Was it Scott? No, it wasn't Tolzien. No. Charlie uh, Whitehurst. It was Josh Freeman and, yeah, Charlie uh, White- Whitehurst. That's right. Uh, they split that's both right. halves. Yep. <laughs> that's right. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, – I mean, Matt Hasselbeck came in. He was uh, – he held it down for us, which is – you know, he's an aging quarterback. He was 38 at the time, but – uh, excuse me, he was 40 years old, 40 years old his last season, uh, still putting up. I mean, he was doing decent. He had a couple games over 200 yards. He had a game over 300 yards against Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, he put us in a position, but we all know how bad that roster was. And I think it was pretty cool that, you know, in hindsight, he was there to kind of lead the team and uh, even mentor Andrew Luck for as long as he did. He, he did a couple good years. So that's, uh, you that's know, cool. um, uh, uh, Pat McAfee just sings his praises about like has to be kind of bringing that room together and holding, uh, holding everything uh, together while luck was out. And yeah, I, again, I think that was a great pickup. I didn't even think about Hasselbeck. He definitely should have been on my list. So um, you, you, you kind of, you know, trumped me on that one, but I'm going to go with my fifth worst free agent signing. Also a quarterback, Kerry Collins, ah. 2011. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we just get the news that Peyton Manning's out for the year. So let's go pick up old man Kerry Collins, who retired the year before and was just sitting out on his couch. You know, I think his hand down his pants, a la Al Bundy, drinking a beer. <laughs> All right, let me go throw the big skin around for the Colts. Um, Yeah, no, he was horrible. 48 for 98. <laughs> 49% completion percentage. Two touchdowns, 481 yards, one pick. Uh, God, he was just the worst. And he was averaging 4.9 yards per completion or per attempt. Like, 
<laughs> God awful. Kerry Collins. I mean, I think my my grandpa could play quarterback better than you, and he's dead. So <laughs> I just putting it out there. That's a good one. I overlooked that because I forgot when he got brought in. I didn't remember if he got brought in before the season or like he was like one of those middle of the road guys. Because uh, you there was, you probably could have put just about any quarterback in there for that season. <laughs> I'm gonna I'll give some love to D- Dan Orlovsky though because he did win us those two games. He did win us the yes, only he two did. Games the season. So well, I'm no, gonna- no, no, screw him because you know had he won a little bit more, it, we almost didn't get luck because of you Orlovsky. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> That's a fair point. That is a fair point. Um, yeah, I like that one a lot. I like that one a lot for a bad one. For Kerry Collins is my oh, first I'm favorite cool. football player for some reason. Cause I used to play as the Panthers in Madden, like the '97. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I tried to get him to come on a podcast one time, and he faved me. But he did like the post when I tagged him in a happy birthday post. Um, well, like, there's only about you know eight other people trying to. Sorry, Carrie Collins. You don't deserve this. Sorry. Uh, my number. (laughs) I know. I know. My number four. All right, I'm gonna go with the guy. I remember. Well, there there was a long stretch of time where the Colts were looking for that. Uh, uh, some wide receiver help. Let's help out Andrew Luck a little bit. And uh, after 2012. We had a free. Uh, we acquired a, in 2013 season. We acquired a free agent by the name of Darius Hayward Bay. Um, he had a couple decent seasons. I mean, decent. Like I said, nothing over the top. Considering what Oakland had at quarterback in 2011 and 2012, but in 2013 the Colts signed him, uh, and he played 16 games, caught 29 of his 64 targets, 309, um, 309. Oh. Yeah, 309 receiving yards and uh, one receiving touchdown on that year. So I think I just realized I kind of cut ahead. Let's just snake it. We'll snake it back. We'll snake it back. We'll do your fourth, okay. we'll do your fourth good one um, after this. But um, yeah, yeah, Darius Hayward Bay. No, not good. <laughs> not good. <laughs> I remember is that year in Madden, he was so fast. I yeah. just have him streak all the time. And so Madden, he was great. But yeah, no, actually on the field, he sucked. He sucked a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what I remember because it, it was, it, yeah, it would have been the Madden, Madden 14, 25th anniversary one. Oh, Andrew Luck to Darius Hayward Bay. Touchdown. <laughs> and I didn't translate to real life. So, um, so, all right. So we'll snake it back. This is be your fourth best one. My fourth best one. I'm going to go with um, a little controversial choice here on my end. Eric Ebron with, you know, a little asterisk with Andrew Luck as his quarterback. Yep. Number four best free agent signing is Eric Ebron while Andrew Luck is his quarterback. Uh, I mean, that one year was fantastic. 66 receptions, uh, 750 yards, 13 touchdowns. I think he led all players besides Gronk. Or no, AB. AB was the only one that had more touchdowns than than Eric Ebron did that. So yeah, um, it, it was magical, man. You know, he he didn't drop many balls with luck throwing him the ball. Uh, he was explosive. He was just a mismatch nightmare, and it it was great. Also, fantastic for my Madden season. I 
Eric Ebron was killing it for me in Madden. He was just so fast and just so explosive off the line. And you, you put a linebacker on him and he's just going to blow right past him. You put a DB on him and he's just going to, you know, bully him to the, to the ground. And uh, he was a great, great player for that one year while Andrew Luck was his quarterback. Um, <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Then he quit on the team. He's <laughs> then, the, old, you know, that, the only that, person that Chris Ballard has like publicly like kind of like shamed. Um, that and he's I, the only player that's deserved it. Yeah. Screw you. Ebron. But again, Ebron with luck, magical, amazing, a unicorn. So good. So good. Uh <laughs> my fourth we'll get back. We'll I, I totally goofed on the way we're listing this. But uh my fourth best is uh, I went with Xavier Rhodes. You already mentioned him. Uh somebody who I hope that they bring back to Indianapolis. You know, it's it's always fun when a guy can come back and get a bit of re- career resurgence. You know, sometimes one year prove it deals end up backfiring. Uh you know, on us, they, they use us, they use Indianapolis as a stepping stone to go and get some, you know, something better. I was, uh, I was, you know, I was very, very excited when they signed Xavier Rhodes. Everyone's like, oh, bum, bust, this, that. And I, I'm always the guy who wants to see people like that succeed. So for sure, um, I'm very comfortably putting Xavier Rhodes at, uh, at my number four best free agent signing of, uh, of the last 10 years. Uh, Brandon, let's go to your number three. You can start off with the good, good or bad. Uh, well, I'll start off with the bad. My third worst free agent signing is Eric Ebron without Andrew Luck. <laughs> That's my third worst. <laughs> you know, he stunk. 31 uh, receptions, 375 yards, three touchdowns, uh, and what? A shitload of, of drops. Uh, just a, a bunch of bitching and belly aching, and oh, well, they don't target me enough. They don't target me enough. Okay, we'll target you ten times. You drop the ball eight. You're a piece of crap. Your attitude sucked. As soon as you're without Andrew Luck again, with Andrew Luck, you're like a, a great team player, and you know you're always in the end zone. And anyone else was you're celebrating. You, you were great. You're like Jacoby Brissett, just you know, the, the kind of uh, swagger that you brought to the team with Andrew Luck. Without Andrew Luck, you you just cried. You, you moped. Your, your whole physical demeanor was just like sad and just. Pathetic. Yeah, he regressed hard. He regressed hard. hard. It was it was so it was difficult to watch. Like when I went to go see him play live, I was like really hyped to see Ebron, and then I'm just like, yo, who is this dude? Like I seen him yeah. live the year previously with Andrew Luck, fired up, passionate. The second year, just getting dogged, man. Just getting dogged. Like his yeah. body language was terrible. And when we found out Andrew Luck wasn't playing, he just, it, it hurt him. And he just, he, he never recovered. He was pathetic. It's watching guys like T.Y. go out there and leave it all on the field, knowing like, hey, this is my team. I'm going to play for my team. Uh, watching guys crush it, kill it. Just uh, Quentin Nelson going out there playing as hard as he can. Marlon Mack going out there playing as hard as he can. And then yet Eric Ebron dogging it uh, because he wasn't getting his targets or they weren't throwing the ball to you. No, they weren't throwing the ball to you because you could drop it. Go away. I hate you, Eric Ebron, without Andrew Luck. You're the worst. <laughs> I concur. All right. Your third, uh, your third best. Uh, third best. Good old Frank Gore. You know, I was not excited when we signed him. I was like, oh, what the hell? He's he's old. He's never been exciting to me. He was just, you know, a guy that was gonna get you a steady, you know, five yards, four yards here and there. But he proved to be something that we needed. He kind of helped with that veteran presence in that locker room. 
Uh, I think he was the first uh, thousand yard rusher since Joseph Adai back in 2007. Yeah. Um, he was just a good, reliable presence. You know, he was healthy most of the time. Uh, he, he didn't fumble. He didn't cause the, the turnover of the ball. He was just like, you, when you know that, you, you know, you're having a crappy day, why don't what? I'm going to go get that cheeseburger. That cheeseburger never lets me down. Frank Gore was our cheeseburger. You know, it wasn't like, you know, a great piece of flame and young or lobs or something like, you know, decadent. No, nah, it's just something nice, good, sticks to your ribs and there for you when you need it. So thank you, Frank Gore, for being my cheeseburger. I love that. I love that one. Um, Frank Gore is actually my number three best. I, I will. I will. Oh, look at us. Yeah, we're, we're on the same page. How cute. Wavelength. Great man. Stick alike. Yeah, to, to think that the great legendary Frank Gore was uh, was an Indianapolis Colt, it seems so long ago now because it's been, <laughs> Jesus, it's been a long time. And tw- since 20, I think 2017 was his last season. Yeah, I think about four years, yeah. Um, yeah, very, very grateful for, you know, uh, you know, what Frank Gore came. And he was always a good leader, too. Like, he helped guide Marlon Mack. He, he's like, I, I understand. Like, he wasn't like a baby about when they're like, yeah, we want to go in a younger direction for running backs. He wasn't a big baby about it. Um, he was the consummate professional. Uh, Frank Gore to me is always a special player because I have a core group of friends who, um, and Frank Gore has played on every single one of our teams. Except, <laughs> it, it, as I mean, obviously Buffalo is the unifying city team, but he's played on every, at least every single one of our teams. So um, that's always a cool thing for me with Frank Gore. Great guy. Love to interview him someday. But, um, yeah, it's a shame that he never got to see the postseason or, or crack a 1,000 yards as an Indianapolis Colt. That was a, that was a shame. But, um, but yeah, that is, that's my number three good. My number three bad, Brian effing Hoyer. <laughs> <laughs> he had one job, man. One job. <clears throat> oh, so bad. Uh, that's right, he, he came game, in. Or the, the Dolphin game pissed me off. Both of them pissed me off. I mean, Vinatieri yeah. pissed me off more so in the Pittsburgh Steelers one, but um, the Dolphins game, we lost to the bum Dolphins. I still love to do chicken wings because of that. Um, <laughs> like, how do you – the Dolphins were so bad. They only won, like, what, five games that year? One of them being us. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jacksonville only won one game this year. Uh, so I Yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's, just, it's a Florida thing, I guess. It's a Colton Florida thing. Um, like no, no, a 16 to 12 loss. Like, come on. And rightfully so he got released. So, um, I, I tried to be optimistic. I know what Brian Hoyer is. He's a veteran quarterback who, um, I was really glad to see not in a Colts uniform this year, but, um, but yeah, Hoyer was, was a bad one. I know why they did it to, you know, once Andrew Luck retired, they're like, okay, we're going to give somebody who, Jacoby's familiar with to kind of back him up and guide him. And honestly, <laughs> if you kind of look at it, <laughs> Jacoby might have taken a little bit more away from the Brian Hoyer experience that we really wanted him to. Because uh, after <laughs> <laughs> because after Brian Hoyer came That's in to, re- to replace the injured Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett exposed exposed so um that was bad that was bad i can't believe you did that i did jacoby didn't deserve that <laughs> no he didn't no he didn't um 
All right. You're uh, your number two best and worst. All right. My number two best is uh, actually, no, that one, he doesn't count. He doesn't qualify. Nope. Uh-uh. I'll go my, I, I put Jeff Saturday, but I forgot we put the time limit on this one. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Know, 98 did. doesn't really count. Yeah. No. So sorry, Jeff Saturday. You've been disqualified. Um, so off the top of my head, Justin Houston. You're right. number two now, baby. <laughs> you know, not, not knowing him on my list before, jumped him right on up. Uh, he's just been the edge rusher that we we may not have wanted, but the one that we deserved. He's not as exposed as we thought we, we, we could get. But again, he's just steady and reliable. Eight sacks, you know, nine sacks uh, a season. And when we need pressure, when we need a safety, He's there. I think he leads the league uh, career-wise for, for safeties. Like yeah. he, they should just name it uh, Justin Houston instead of the safety because that's that's what he does. It's his calling card. So thank you for for just you know kind of holding up the edge until we can find that you know next generational talent or you know that next up and comer. But man, where we where would we be without Justin Houston? So thank you, Mr. Houston. And, Absolutely, uh, we have no problem. Absolutely. Uh, number two worst, strictly because I thought this guy was going to bring our offense to the next level. Uh, he and Luck were going to be phenomenal. He finally had a quarterback to throw to him, and we're just going to be fantastic. Andre Johnson. Oh, the, God, the failed yeah. Andre Johnson yeah. experiment in Indy. God awful. I was so excited to take this piece away from Houston and rub it in their face and just kind of stick their face in and say look 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 what we're doing to you with andre johnson and unfortunately he laid a big old turd apparently we uh saw the goat of andre johnson and not the actual andre johnson uh, the guy had 41 receptions out of 77 targets imagine 77 targets he only reeled in 41 of them that was uh, bad four touchdowns bad. 500 yards him and luck should have been something and they were nothing uh, Andre Johnson, I'm sorry, but you did nothing for me no. as a Colt, and I hope that I never have to see you in white and blue ever again. No, he was very outspoken about his time in Indianapolis, too, when it was all said and done, which is unfortunate. But I think he played, like, another year in, like, Tennessee, and that is uh, – and that's – that was – I think I think that's what he did, and that was kind of – Yeah, he did. Yeah, what, you know, he was supposed to go to Jacksonville next. He said, no, uh-uh, not for me, baby. That's for somebody I else. I quit. I quit. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Very good. Very good. Um, all right. My, my number two best, I'm going to go Phillip rivers. I'm going to hold I'm going to put Phillip rivers in there. It was like, it was a short. What stint. the hell? I forgot about Phillip rivers too. What the hell? Oh my, see, I'm the one with lack of sleep. Oh, you're a parent though. So <laughs> that, that kind of equates. Uh, yeah. I put Phillip rivers at number two. I'm i I'm very comfortable with that. If he would have had a longer run, you know, if he was coming into this year, I, I'd probably say I'd probably put him at number one. Uh, comes in instant leader. Everybody loves him. They call him Uncle Phil. Uh, our team wasn't sniffing the playoffs without him this year. I can assure you of that. And uh, yeah, just did the right things. I think he he, he put the Colts. I want to believe that he that he put the Colts back kind of on the map as a team to be reckoned with. That uh, you know, from an offensive standpoint, he did just enough. He had a fantastic year. Uh, that was one of those those clutch like bridge veteran quarterback signings that could go very very wrong, especially the price paid and at Philip Rivers' age at the time, it could have gone very very wrong. We all admit that. Um, you know, you 
you've said it yourself even before you really got to really know Philip Rivers and see him play on the field that, you know, you, you had low expectations for him comes out swinging and he puts together a magical year 11 and five. And I think the Colts could be on back, back on track to something special consistently. So I'm very comfortable putting Philip Rivers at number two. Uh, my number two worst Antonio Cromartie. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> he was a shell of his former. I mean, he's former, like just great player. Like, fantastic player when he was younger but um i don't know i have what, a reason for that matt is it the kids? i have a reason is it the kids the kids they, yeah they they they're, they're they take a toll on you and he had like 14 15 17 of them that i could only imagine hey we're just lucky he, he was able to suit up on weekends okay you give that man a break yeah <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Yeah, he had a lot of kids. He had to keep working. It's just funny because, like, at the last part of his career, right? He, he had that time with the Jets. He was there for a little while. Signed a one-year contract with Arizona. Released after that. Signed a one-year contract with the Jets again. Released after that. Signed a one-year contract with the Colts. Released after just four games. Um, and then he renounced his he announced his retirement <laughs> on the 18th. <laughs> right? Like it, it's. Oh man, you know, a once very, very great player, but we got the shell of him in Indianapolis. Um, all right, Brandon, your number one best and worst free agent signings in the last 10 years by the Indianapolis Colts. All right, uh, number one best, it, uh, you got to go with Vinny. You know what? He wait, no, you said 10 years again, Damn, what? Philip Rivers, he's number one. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> nice watching him nice put. Put that Colt team onto his back and uh, really carry us into the postseason. I, the, the way that he played was was stellar. Didn't start off too hot. Was kind of proving to everyone that hey, all he does is throw picks and throws the ball weird. Uh, but towards the you know the end or, end half of the season, he picked it on up. His ball placement was ridiculous. He obviously didn't have the arm strength that he that he had before. You know, back when he was younger. But his accuracy never declined. He was fitting those balls in windows that I've never seen before and making it look so damn goofy. And no <laughs> one's going to mistake him for an athlete. So just watching him kind of just fling that ball into there, just push it to where he wanted to go um, was insane. But how this kind of cold team looked out to him and kind of put, uh, put Phil Rivers uh, on their shoulders and said, all right, guy. Take us. You're a leader. Show us where, where we need to go. And yep. Honestly, I think we we only made the postseason because of him. So uh kudos to Phil Rivers being my number one free agent signing of uh, of all Colts time nice in the save. last ten years. Nice not save. not Adam and Vinatieri. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious as to your worst. I'm very curious. Well, my worst was uh outside the box a bit. A little outside the box. You know, uh, free agent signing is a, a player being picked up from being on another team. Uh, I'm actually picking up a, a scout. He, he, This man was a scout from the Eagles and somehow tripped and fell into being the general manager of the Colts. Uh, he's a piece of shit. And Ryan Gregson, <laughs> if I ever see you in public on the street, I'm going to give you these hands. I will physically fight you because you're a piece of shit. Your stupid little beard 
your little beady eyes. Uh, I'm pretty sure your own mother doesn't like you. Wow. Uh, I heard you're just an asshole. You know, that's the thing. Like, he, he, he was incompetent at his job, just completely horrible. Not good at his job at all. Couldn't evaluate talent. Uh, you know, handed off absurd contracts to people for no reason. You know, if he was just ignorant and dumb with his position, that'd be one thing. You know, well, we, we it's his arrogance and uh, just how disliked he was within the building and within the locker room. Nobody liked him. He made Pat nobody Mac liked him. It made Pat Mac, Pat Mac the sweetheart, and you pissed him off so much he didn't want to play football again. Think about that, sure. asshole. Yeah. I mean, if he was just bad at his job like Pagano was. Pagano was a hell of a, a, a great guy, a, a great a great leader, not a great coach, but a sweet man. We all loved Pagano. You know, had Ryan Grigson just been an idiot and not good at his job, but, you know, was a good guy for it, I wouldn't hate him nearly as much. But you're an asshole. You're horrible at your job. You, you couldn't evaluate an offensive line if an offensive line came up to you and said, hey, I'm on an offensive line. Put me in front of the generational quarterback that we have. I hate you, Ryan Grigson. I will I hope you have a young daughter because I have a very good looking son. He, he's going to make her fall in love with him. He might even slip her the peen like once or twice. And then he's going to block her number, never oh. contact her again, break her little heart. And then she's going to come running to you crying, Daddy, Daddy, I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. Yeah, her heart's going to break like you broke mine with Andrew Lucky, bastard. <laughs> Excellent. That's the best way to finish that aspect of it. Um, <laughs> my number one best one, I'm going to go Justin Houston. I like Justin Houston. Uh, for all the reasons, Brandon, that you said, great leader. He's been here multiple years. I really felt something was coming when uh, he was an in in instrumental part of the Colts beating Kansas City two years ago. Uh, and then it was all downhill from there. But Justin Houston coming on, he brought a sense of uh, identity to this this Colts defense that we were really lacking uh, as far as pass rush. My number one worst free agent, though, uh, we barely got to see him play. And I was really mad because he was on a, he was on a one year prove it deal as well. Uh, <laughs> Devin Funches, Devin, yeah, infuriating, absolutely infuriating. I was Seven so excited. Mil. Yeah, I was like. He had a good run in, in Carolina. Like, okay, he might do some things with Andrew Luck. Obviously, it wouldn't have been Andrew Luck. It would have been Jacoby. But, um, and he goes out, and he breaks his arm, and then he just doesn't come back. And then, and then, not only after that, he, he obviously leaves, understandably so. He got his money. He's, he's bouncing. He goes to Green Bay, and he opts out of the season. So, um, he opts out of their, their potential Super Bowl run. So, Devin Funches, to my opinion, one of the worst Colts uh, free agency signings of the last decade. But, there it is, everybody. That is our that is our episode, our top five best and worst Colts signings of the last decade. Uh, Brandon, why don't you take us home? Um, well, you know, things stink right now because the the draft is coming up soon, but there's no draft. Uh, we we're kind of waiting on uh, free agency and you know these these franchise tags and and kind of seeing what what's going to happen but right now we're in limbo and it stinks right like we want things to happen we want things to to be moving what we want we want football that's what we really want but unfortunately we can't always get what we want now unfortunately for russell wilson 
he doesn't have any any help and he can't get what he wants. He just doesn't want to get hit. Unfortunately, oh, oh, wait, here, here you call. Russell Wilson's calling me again. Let me, let me transit. Police! 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 Help! Police! Help! Police! Help! 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 Come on down to Indy. I heard J.J. Watt, Aaron Donald, Chandler Jones, Nick Bosa are uh, taking turns to see who wants to stretch your butthole out first. So come on down to Indy. We'll see you later. There it is, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week right here at the Colts Fans in Bill's Land podcast. Ta-ta. Get in here. We got to call this thing. Tighten up. Come here. All right, guys. Here's the situation. Two minutes left. Zero timeouts. Down by a touchdown. We got to drive 75 yards. All right. We can do this thing. I believe in each and every one of you. But real quick, did you guys know that the Two Point Conversation podcast runs five days a week, Monday through Friday, with various co-hosts and different themes every day? And then you can listen to them on BICBP-radio.com, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. So what's the play? Just, all right, just, come on, hurry up. Get to the line and just run, and I will get it to somebody, all right? Come on, on three. Ready. Set. Mother. Delay of game. Offense.